Hey, you're listening to MCR Radio with Melissa. And Richard. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, you're listening to MCR Radio with your host, Melissa. And Richard. Guys, it's been a long time since... It's been a long four months. Yes. Yes, it has been. Has it been four months? February. Since this fucking pandemic started. No, it was March. Well, pandemic know. started March break. Well, I mean, our, our last episode went up in February. Yeah, that's right, too. And then we... why well, There was a reason why we weren't able to get together. I think we were doing something. Uh, we were at George Brown. Yes, we were at school. We were taking classes at school. And then... <laughs> then the pandemic started. Pandemic started in... Well, like classes got canceled. Can- classes got canceled, um, and due to COVID, we didn't want to break the rules, so we didn't mingle households. So we didn't see each other for over a month, like almost two months. It was it was like two and a half months. Mm-hmm. It was a long time. That was like the longest that you and I have been apart. Mm-hmm. It was so sad. I was crying every day. I was in grumpy mood it was rough it was very 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 rough it's still rough too you know I mean with with everything else that's going on it's still once a week and you know it's still tough yeah um but at least now we're able to get together we've been we've been getting together for like the past couple weeks now um we're getting we're able to see each other finally and then we've finally decided that we should start podcasting again especially now since we know people are listening i know new people were listening but we weren't able to get together to podcast and then we tried to do the whole over the phone thing it was just it was weird yeah it just wasn't working although our podcasts are you know generally i don't know like we don't technically edit them no everything's raw it is uncut. yeah it's raw uncut you're going to hear bloopers, you're going to hear burps, farts, whatever. It just sounded weird for us. And we have uh, I have an update for the audience. So, uh, we can openly talk about cannabis. We can use cannabis on our radio show. <sighs> yes. Yes, so we've spoken with our provider. Well, they're starting to they we got a I think all all the users of this website are getting messages to monetize and so one of the questions was do you guys talk about illicit drugs and I of course said yes so I'm not gonna 
you know, but then I had to explain to them we're in Canada and cannabis is legal. Well, we don't talk about it often, but we still do. Yeah. So they gave us the okay to do it. And yeah, big news. Very big news for us. That, well, yeah, it, it's good news and, you know, we can we can talk about weed. Yes, we can. And Because we just love weed. And, like, what I'm eating my vape as we're recording this. Yes. Good for you, babes. Good for you. <coughs> yep. <coughs> yep. How you feel? <coughs> Need a drink? <coughs> I'm good. Ah, someone hit a little too hard. Ah, I'm okay. You hit way too hard. <sighs> so, during this pandemic... Everybody has felt similar things where you weren't able to leave the house. You were cir- your social circle got small. People started using the internet more to video chat people and people within their circles that they aren't able to go out with. Um, well, we well, speaking speaking about not even being able to go out, um, actually, I want to touch on this really quickly because we haven't talked about anything since pre-WrestleMania or post-WrestleMania. Oh my god, I know! Fuck! Like, imagine... Who, who would have ever thought there'd be a, a crowdless WrestleMania? Yeah, that was so odd. No pyros. It took two days to do it, too. Yeah. That was a little much. And it was all pre-recorded, too. That's the shitty thing. Yeah. Well, that's the way they used to do Raw and SmackDown, was it was pre-recorded. Well, WrestleMania, this is the first WrestleMania that wasn't live. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, aren't they all pre-recorded now, all the pay- No. All the pay-per-views now? No. Oh, well, yes, now they are. Now they are, because yeah, they're in the like performance the center and stuff, and they have to keep the wrestlers safe. They can... Yeah, they'll, they'll record like five or six episodes at once. Yeah. And um, it's just really, really easy to do when you're on no time constraints. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's go back to what I was saying. Yeah. Like, hello. Hello. <coughs> so, I was, like I said, I was not in my right headspace. I felt depressed. I was scared. I was, had anxiety. Everything. I had a lot of weird emotions happening during this. Yeah. And loss of sleep, like waking up every few hours. Um, work, I've been working a lot. I'm still working the same amount of hours. I find mm-hmm. it just feels like it's a lot more work during during all of this. Not that I'm complaining, not complaining at all. Um, people were told to stay home. Am I right? Yes. How many people do you think actually listened to that stay-home order? I would have stayed home. Right? If I was told to stay home, I would have stayed home. Peace. Okay. I can relax at home. Put my feet up. Collect serb. Yep. Collect that serb. Give me that 2000 plus a month. But what I'm trying to say is, is that it's okay to feel that way. It has started to get a little easier... I didn't get to see my boyfriend for what you what we say two and a half months two almost and a, two and a half months two and a half months. That's a long time. Yeah, very long time. So 
like I said, it's okay to feel the way you feel, like, with your depression, your anxiety, all of that. It's unprecedented times. So, as I'm saying, it's okay. Things are... Things get better. Things get better. We're hoping they're going to get better. Things will always get better. Mm -hmm. We just have to wait and see. Fuck you, COVID. Straight up. Fuck you. Fuck you. Big thing, though. I've been able to save so much money during this pandemic. Not being able to go anywhere. It's not bad. And, like, not having to buy food. Like, going up to a restaurant and it's just like, oh, yeah, here's your $90 bill. Yeah, on what? No, like, I'm just saying. I know. No, I know. But I mean, like, that's us when we go out. How the fuck is it $90 when, for four people, it's, like, 100 bucks? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? It's like they, they add in some extra little things. We don't buy anything extra no more. Yeah. So now it's just like, hey, let's just do, it like, a $10 stir-fry, and it's cool. Literally. Or let's just get a bag of chips and watch a movie, and we're good. But, Yeah. We haven't been to the movies. We haven't been to the arcade. We haven't been to any concerts. Because we haven't been to Niagara. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. No Heavy Montreal this year. No casino. I think Heavy Montreal fucking knew what was going to happen. Yeah. It's almost like they were like, hmm. Let's not and say we did. Yeah. Let's just not. We'll save it for the year after. Yeah. It's like they knew. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that I was disappointed before. All of this happened about them not, you know, happening this year. Yeah. Then this year. That is not bubble wrap. No. No. Don't poke it. Okay. That's how we keep our microphone clamp safe. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Stop it. Um, yeah. Fuck COVID. Things are going to look up, hopefully. And for all of you who were able to work from home, I've understand that you maybe you're a little antsy but hey if you get to go back to work soon then that's that's not bad mm-hmm. I, I would have loved to work from home though oh my god in pajamas yeah in pajamas dirty shirt no you're just naked from the waist down they just have to see your top half right yep 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 but yeah like I said it's okay to feel the, the things you are feeling. Things are going to look up. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to, you know, but this will all pass. This will, things will only get better. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So let's get off this somber topic of COVID. Oh, to like another somber topic. Uh, uh, but no, this isn't very somber because I'm happy that it's happening. I've been calling it out forever now. Yeah. Um. The Undertaker, guys. The Undertaker. Our favorite, our fucking idol, has announced his retirement. I mean, it was June of last year. Could you imagine a year ago and a week and a half? We met The Undertaker. Shook his hand. He came from Saudi Arabia to Niagara Falls. And then from Niagara Falls, did he go back to Saudi? Yeah. For he was, he was in Niagara for, I think, a total of three hours, hopped back on a 24-hour flight and went right back to Saudi Arabia. Yep. How crazy is that? He did it for us. I mean, I don't want to be in a car for, like, six hours. Yo, he, I'm telling you, he did it for us. Yeah. It's like he knew. He must have, he must, listen, it, Undertaker, 
Mr. Calloway, if you're listening, thank you. And I, I, I still want my question answered, too. About wrestler in court. Wrestler's court. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, we could... Maybe we can tweet him and he'll answer. I've tried. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nothing? No. Maybe he's not all about technology. Maybe. But... Maybe it's his wife that runs his... Maybe. But... Thank you. Yeah, thank you for all the memories. Thank you. I mean, I I actually put a little... Like, straight up. The first time I ever seen The Undertaker, he was American Badass. This was when I was younger and I was Mm -hmm. getting into wrestling. And then I bought all the WWF uh, VHS pay-per-views at Walmart. And then I seen him as, like, you know, The Undertaker. Not American Badass. And then that's where I was just like, yes! Somebody different. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, that's when I fell in love. Because I was just like, this guy, just, he's he looks like a winner. He acts like a winner. He's just big and strong. And I'm just like, he's kicking ass. Well, the, see, the see, choke slam. Like, I mean, to imagine <sighs> uh, Survivor Series 1990 was when he made his debut. That's insane. And, that's I mean. as long as I've been alive. 30 years. Yeah. That's as long as I've been alive because Survivor Series is in November. Yes, it is. And my birthday's the beginning of November. And Survivor Series is around, you know, it's the right third be- week of November. Uh, when I went, it was the first week of November. No. When you went, it was the third week. Are you sure? Yes. It was the third week of November. Okay. It was like the toy between the. It's around the twentieth. You have been that character for as long as I've been alive. Thank you. He's the uh, the longest tenure wrestler in WWE history. That's amazing. 30 years. 30 fucking years. I mean, to... And he stayed the whole time with WWE, right? Yep. I think I think very, very early on, I think he was signed to WCW and um, <clears throat> and then moved on to uh, WWE. Wow. Well, WWF. And, uh, yeah. I mean, they're his, he was actually supposed to debut as a joke character. And he was like, no. He I was, would he, say no, too. He was supposed to be the gobbledygooker. It was like a chicken thing that popped out of an egg. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Come out of a coffin, yeah. But I mean, to, to take it into consideration, he's a three-time world heavyweight champion, four-time WWE, WWF champion, uh, one-time hardcore champion. He's a six-time tag champ. Uh, he's won the Royal Rumble, 12 Slammies. And I mean, he has a final record, well, maybe of 23-2 and two at WrestleMania. Wow. And imagine that. So out of 25 years that he was wrestling, he missed five WrestleManias. Wow. Wow. You know when I found out he was a redhead? Yeah. I was like, wow. There's someone out there like me. I remember... I sound sound like a, a kid right now, but it's just like... I'm in disbelief. I, I'm picturing when I met him. See, I, do you remember when we met him? I was all like chatty in the lineup. And then there was a chick behind me crying, and I was just like, "Why is this girl crying?" Like, I get it. Yeah. Like, you you can't cry. And then what did I do? You just shut right down. I was like, "Hi." 
And then he goes, can you hold this like this? And I'm like, just so I can sign it. And I'm like, yes. And then I was like, he touched my fingers. <laughs> and then remember when we went for the photo op after? And they, they told us, well, you can't talk to him. You can't shake his hand. Uh, you go and take the picture and it's done. Yeah. So and what did he do? First thing he goes, oh, hey, I remember you guys. How's it going? And then he shook our hand. He shook my hand. Put out, extended his hand. I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna leave this man hanging. No, he touched my back. He put his arm on my back. I was like, oh my fucking god. I was like, oh my god. I was so scared though. Like, I was scared during that photo. What are you looking at? Nothing. You got a fart. I was just thinking. Oh, that was one of the longest lineups I've ever stood in in my entire life. It was worth. It was worth the time. Um, he seems like an incredible person. And his show, where it was, what was it, him and Stone Cold? Mm-hmm. I could have listened to that for hours. Yeah. Hours. Just to listen to what they, to all his experiences. I want to be his friend. I want to know... Like, come over for driveway beers kind of thing, like, friend. I kind of would love to sit down with him and just chew his ear off. Because he was was a backstage general. And if you... They called them shoot interviews. They're... Imagine you and I doing interviews like this. But Mm -hmm. um, while you were in WWE, you weren't Melissa. You were um, the orange cake. Or, or the orange soda or something, or the, the orange energy or power drink, because I don't want to say their name. Um, <laughs> I get what you mean. Yeah. The scientific sports drink. <laughs> um, but, like, I would ask you, be like, so, so how was this person backstage? Or can you give me some insight on this? And <clears throat> the whole concept of they're called, like, shoot interviews... I mean, really gives you a first-hand look. And if you go back and rewatch almost any one of them, they will tell you one by one that Undertaker is the kindest, selfless person in that company. Wow. Um, he comes off like that, though. And I mean, even if, even when he had a whole bunch of his WrestleMania matches where he was, quote-unquote, supposed to lose, um, his first loss, one of them was supposed to come against Randy Orton. And Randy Orton was like, no, I'm not losing to him. Or I'm not going to beat him. He's he's going to pin me. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it just goes to show you how much backroom respect everybody had for The Undertaker. Definitely. Definitely. Seems like the type, though, that would eat a pin for somebody, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's a great story with Cody Rhodes at one of the Royal Rumbles where... Um, it was him and CM Punk that were supposed to do something during the Royal Rumble match. And um, so they got their little quick thing in. But Cody Rhodes realized he still had like two more minutes to be in the ring. So he turned around and he seen The Undertaker. And he you know, was fighting someone in the corner. And he goes, I potatoed him really hard in the back of the head. Meaning that I accidentally really punched him in the back of the head. And so he turned around and he grabbed me by the throat to give me a choke slam. And he flipped his hair down, and he goes, kick me in the knee. And so he goes to pick him up, and boom, Cody kicks him in the knee. And while he's down, the Undertaker goes, 
dropkick me. And so Cody Rhodes is like, okay, okay. And boom, he goes to dropkick him. And The Undertaker does the selfless thing and takes a bump. And, you know, mm-hmm. sells it for him. And he goes, the one person in the industry that doesn't have to sell or do anything for anybody and doesn't owe anyone anything is The Undertaker. Wow. I have goosebumps listening to that. Yeah. Like, I, I just got this wave of emotion. I got this amazing wave of emotion. I mean, I, I still think back to, I think, what was it, WrestleMania 30 um, in New Orleans where um, Brock Lesnar pinned him. Um, and for his first loss, I remember Borderline having a heart attack that night. Was I there for that one? No. No, I was there for the Roman one when yeah. he left his stuff in the ring. Yeah, you know, that, that uh, yeah. Because I, I remember... I was three-way called a couple people um, because I was so in shock of Brock Lesnar beating The Undertaker that I I called Steve and then we called somebody else and we literally had no words. And and even to think back at, you know, when you saw that three count because it was like, oh my God. Um, You know, the, the only thing I can compare that to is uh, Bruno San Martino uh, when he went? I think it was like three years as world champion, and uh, when he finally lost, it was it was a huge deal. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It's amazing. Like I just find the wrestling, the wrestling community. They just seem to be like pretty, pretty neat people. Their stories are incredible. The wrestlers like themselves, said, the some of the fans can... Yeah, the, yeah, that's what I mean, the wrestlers themselves, not, not even talking to the fans, because I've had some run-ins with some. But, um, you know, I was I was so happy to be able to meet The Undertaker that day. I'm glad I did. I, like, honestly, I've had, I've had some of my coworkers even come to me um, and say how jealous they were. That we got to meet The Undertaker. Yeah, a lot of people have said that to me, too. Where I'm um, just like, I met The Undertaker, and they're like, what? Nobody meets The Undertaker. And I'm like, well, I did. I did. And thank you, Richard, for letting me come with you. I wasn't going to deprive you of that. I know, but still. You didn't have to take me, and you still did. I'm going to hold my hand. Because I wanted to. Aww. And you feel cold. I don't feel cold. My skin might be cold. I'm right under the vent, so... Oh, that's probably why. Is my shirt cold? Yeah. Yeah, it's because I'm right under the vent. But, um, yeah. I'm... I'm happy that he's finally retiring. I mean, just it's, because it's... he looks like he's in pain now when he wrestles. He doesn't look like it's... just seems forced. It doesn't seem like, you know, things aren't... But I mean, even, things are hurting him. And, and, and even at fifty-five years old, like let's say something goes wrong, how do you recover from that? It's hard. Him and my dad, I think, are the same age, roughly. I think my dad's gonna be fifty-five this year. Okay. Um, oh wait, no. Yeah, I think my dad is fifty-five. Okay. Maybe not. I don't know. No, my dad's gonna be fifty-six this year, so they're roughly the same age. Yeah, but like, could you imagine though, like, I, and when my dad gets hurt now, like. So, like, say when he has that ankle problem mm-hmm. where, like, he has bone chips that go in and out of place. Yeah. It takes so long for it to stop hurting. 
So I can just imagine, like, fucking taking a... Like, somebody flipping you over and, like, fucking slamming you or something. And then you're, like, down and out for days. It's like, shit, I had a Charlie horse one day and it was, like, for two days it fucking hurt. Imagine landing on your back for 40 minutes straight. Right? Ow. Ow. So, like, I've been calling this. I've been saying, he needs to retire. You know... Um, I'm happy for you. Yeah, I think everybody is, just collectively. Mm-hmm. It's a shock, but we're happy for you. Mm-hmm. 30 years is quite some time. Most people retire from companies after 30 years anyway, so... Mm-hmm. You know, good for you, man. Take time with your family. Ugh! Now I'm sad! I know, it's it was like, go from one sad topic to another. Yeah. Yeah, so we go from WWE, we're going to go to AEW. Um, Jimmy Havoc. Of AEW. Is, uh, is taking some time off. Um, he, he's, according to reports from, from his partner, um, she was saying how he's basically been treating her as her verbal punching, as his verbal punching bag. And um, he he has a long list of like substance abuse, so he's taking some some time off for some counseling, some therapy, and then he's also getting into rehab. Um, you know, hopefully this has a, a good ending. Um, I, I mean, it's I, d- domestic abuse is should never be tolerated ever. Nope, not at all. Um, it's one of the worst things because then you really don't have a safe place at home. No. Like, your home should be your safe place, and if your partner is abusing you, then you really have nowhere to go. Like, yeah. physical, emotional, mental. Mm-hmm. All of it. It doesn't have yeah. to be physical. It doesn't have to be that, anything, but honestly, we wish you well. Yeah. Hope I, I hope this works out well for you guys. Um, okay, so on this day... In 1998, Edge made his debut. It's it's crazy, like to think. um, I mean, he just came back too at uh, at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, no, No, sorry, he came back at the Rumble. At the Rumble, yeah. I mean, who would have thought that Edge was going to come back? Right, and I heard Christian's coming back too. Well, he made a a small little segment on Monday Night Raw Mm -hmm. where Randy Orton kicked him in the face. Randy Orton. Uh, Randy. Do you remember? Do you remember Randy Orton's like, um, with Jinder Mahal? Yeah. He kept just saying, "Randy." Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. Like he just kept saying, like, "Randy Orton." Like, I'm going to get you, Randy Orton. It was so weird. I think this is the best. Um, storyline that Randy Orton's been in in so long. They just stick him somewhere and then all of a sudden it's like It makes no sense because it's like oh yay look Randy Orton's the good guy Kofi Kingston's a bad guy oh no I'm Randy Orton I'm a bad guy again. Yeah. Then it's like oh look I, I like kids and puppies and I'm Randy Orton I'm a bad guy again. Because he looks like a bad guy. Like He has a face that you just want to punch. 
He looks like the male version of a Karen. Like, that's what I see. I just want to hit him. Like, he'd be that person in a store that would... Like, this is how he looks. I don't know how he is as a person. Yeah. I'm not saying this is how he is as a person. But this is how he looks. And I'm sorry, but you sometimes you can look at somebody and be like, yo, you just look like you're a bitch. He looks like the one that would call a manager. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, There's I, not I, no I, gravy on my mashed potatoes. Manager. Uh, I asked for extra gravy. Uh, this isn't even regular gravy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know I've, I've done that once. Where um, I've gone to Pizza Pizza. I don't even care. I'm going to say their name. Um, I ordered my go-to pizza from them. What's that? Tell everybody. Uh, pepperoni. Like the regular pepperoni. The New York style pepperoni and extra cheese. And then you get barbecue sauce on top. Mm-hmm. Um... So I paid for extra cheese. So I go to pick up my pizza, and the first thing I do is I crack the box open. And they're like, is there a problem? I'm like, yeah, I asked for extra cheese. They're like, oh, this is extra cheese. I'm like, no, and I have pictures on my phone. I go, this is when they do extra cheese. This is how it looks. That is the same as, like, what's on the counter there. If if I ordered extra cheese, give me the extra cheese. Yeah. Because it costs, like, $4 for yeah. extra cheese. Yes, I know. So cheese is like a necessity. Yeah, so it's like fuck off. If that's going to be the case, I just kind of pick my words carefully. Just charge me for regular cheese. Yes, I know. I have to censor myself now. Why? To a certain degree. Why? Uh, Because I don't want to come off as racist and. Oh no. No, because we're not racist. No. We're not. Okay, so speaking of pizza. Retro Pizza Hut has been trending online. It's been trending on Twitter. And BuzzFeed has made an article about the tweets about Retro Pizza Hut. See, for us, I remember we had a Pizza Hut growing up. And I mean, technically it's still there, but it's just kind of moved locations. We had that nice dine-in. They'd bring you the cast iron pan. The pizza's still sizzling. You get those really nice, like the, the... kind of see-through frosted plastic cups mm-hmm. that the pop always tasted. They were red. You remember they were red? Yeah. And the pop always tasted better in there? Yes. It still does though. Like, I've been to Pizza Hut. It's just their pizza's not the same anymore. Like, it's and, not and as And then good. certain locations used to do the buffets. Yes. The buffets aren't as good either. No. They don't put out enough. So if you got, like, a family of, like, ten people that go, they crush the whole thing and you're just like, hey... Hungry. <laughs> I remember it actually seemed like an Italian restaurant. Like when you went to Pizza Hut, like you were walking into a place and it looked fucking bougie as a kid. Yeah, no, it was it was considered almost fine dining. Yeah. It was pizza you could eat with a fork and a knife. I still do to this day. My gra I learned that from my grandma Marie. My grandma Mary. My my grandmother Ida used to do that too. Yeah? Yeah. She'd have <laughs> The only person I know that would take one slice of pizza and be like, oh, no, that's enough. Of Pizza Hut? No, just any pizza. Stop it. Yeah, no, she one slice, that's it. I'm done. Damn. We. I remember going to restaurants. Grandma, you're not eating enough. I, I remember going out to restaurants with her. And, you know, She'd order up her, her meal, and 
so the meal would show up and we'd always look over and you know we're placing side bets how much is she going to finish maybe a quarter of it she goes she goes I'll pack it up and I'll leave it over the next I'll eat it over the next few days next few days yes damn because my grandmother that's how mine is too though that's how my grandma Mary is if we go to like Swiss Chalet yeah she doesn't eat it all anymore yeah she'll like she'll pack it up for the next day it's like And maybe your stomach shrinks when you get older. Yeah. Well, even even say we went to the Mandarin, <laughs> she would fit her main course and her fruit dessert on one plate. <laughs> when we used to go with my grandmother, <laughs> so she'd you know, be like a little piece of chicken, a little bit of rice, um, say that maybe a piece of bread, um, like one chicken ball, a little bit of greens, and then you know like a cookie or, or a fruit, and that was it. She'd take a long time to eat it, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She'd, she'd be there. And sometimes, like, you know, we, I'm, I'm a fat kid. I don't care. Shit, I eat a lot. Um, I, I go up, you know, four or five times. And people are like, oh, my God, you're still eating? And I go, yes. Fuck you. I'm hungry. I'm getting my fucking money's worth. Right? Like, do you actually get your money's worth sometimes when you go to those things? Well, I mean. I don't think so. Do you remember when we went to breakfast at the casino? Yeah. And And I was still eating for, like, a good, like, 25 minutes. And you're like, where's this going? Yeah. Like, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and we were at the casino. Having breakfast? Yes. And gambling. It was a fucking expensive breakfast, too, eh? Was it? It wasn't even that good. I got my money's worth. I know, but, like, taste-wise, it wasn't that good. I got to try to egg Benedict for the first time. Ugh. Ah, and then, and then I started getting creative with, like, breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, you were, like, making sandwiches, and people were like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, they were like, you know, I, I got some egg, get a piece of turkey and cheese. Like, I'm, I'm doing, like, bacon egg sandwiches. People are like, yo, you're smart. I'm like, no, I'm just fat. <laughs> <laughs> I actually told some guy that, he's like, hey, you're smart. I go, no, I'm just fat. What do you do, laugh? Yeah, you laugh. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you gotta get creative. When they've got like nine options out here, you gotta start mixing shit up. Yeah. Like, actually. And then it's like, I, I wonder what all I can put on a sandwich or some toast. Was the toast pre done? No, you had to toast it there. Oh, okay. As long as it wasn't cold toast. I no, ew, that's so gross. Do you ever get like cold toast that someone's already put margin on? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had cold toast that you had to put your own margarine on and it doesn't melt and it's white and you're like, like, and it just tears the bread. It's just gross. Or someone will like toast it and then wrap it up for you. Be like, here you go. There's your breakfast, and you're just like, what the fuck? Just wet. Yeah, no, it's not even wet. Then it like, it loses its toast consistency. It's like when you have toast, you have to eat it right then and there, or leave it out in the open. Because the second you wrap that shit... It's wet. I don't know if wet... It's moist. It's got, like, water on it. It's wet from the condensation. Okay, so back to Pizza Hut. Yeah. Do you remember the self-serve, like, ice cream machine they had? The soft serve, sorry? Uh Uh-huh. And you got the sprinkles. What else? And the the buffets were bomb. Mm -hmm. I I think I I, I went twice. 
That's it? Well, because... No, when it fucking opens up again, we're going to go. Okay. Well, because the the one that we had um, by our house, that used to be just the dine-in. There wasn't... Um, um, buffet was always in the middle. Yeah, there wasn't a buffet at that one. Mm, but the okay. one that we used to go to for the buffet was, I think, it was some sports team that I had played for growing up. And uh, it was a year-end thing just for our team because we'd gone so far. You guys went to the ship? Yeah. You guys went to the ship. We pulled a Tom Brady. What? Yeah. We went undefeated through the, the whole season, through all the playoffs, and then we lost in the finals. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. For fuck's sakes. But that was, uh, that was the last one in our area that had it. Um, was even further out in the Mississauga, and then they closed that one. Oh, so it was kind of like, okay, well now it's just a little mini express pizza hut. That's oh, kaka. Yeah, those are kaka. Very kaka. Bring back regular pizza hut, please. Like pizza the whole hut. the whole sit down experience. Pizza hut, pizza hut. I think it's because they're also are. Were they owned by KFC and Taco Bell together I'm, I'm at the not, same time? I'm not sure. Are I, they still? I mean, the the one. The can one, we? Can you guys like, if you're if we're gonna make more Pizza Huts, can you please hold franchisees accountable for their quality on the oh, on yeah. your product? Because each restaurant, like, and this goes for all franchisees too of, of any all restaurant chains of any restaurant. Hold them accountable because it's just making people not want your food. Just a heads up. There's been a lot of times where I just stopped going because the food's gross. Just saying. So hold them accountable. I mean, how many times do you go to McDonald's? Uh, fix your face. I know. I'm talking now. Fix it. I'm talking. You got fix it. I'm talking. Yeah, don't worry. I gotta get it after. He has Gatorade on his face. Why'd you say their name? They're not paying us. Oh shit! Sports drink on his face. They aren't paying us. Got juice on your face. Okay. Thank, thank you, you for fixing it. I love you. I love you too. I love you so much. Anyways, continue. No, you talk. No. You talk. <laughs> talk. Well, I've, I've, lo- I've lost my train. Of say thought. what you need to say. I lost my train of thought. Okay. Pineapple on pizza's bomb. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's like a card. That's like a sin. It's like pineapple does not belong on pizza. <laughs> Excuse me. That was like three sneezes. <laughs> it was like a machine gun. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Excuse me. I hate sneezing. How do you hate sneezing? Because it's just so gross. Like you know what's gross is pineapple on pizza. <laughs> this is actually suck it. That's my favorite. My ideal pizza is. Double cheese, mushrooms, and pineapples. Ugh. Well done. Ugh. Thick crust. Ugh. Suck it. Ugh. It's so good. No. Yeah. No. Maybe add a bacon on that. No. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, this 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 is coming from a guy who eats fucking anchovies on this pizza. Why do you Why do you eat that? Like of of everything that you could possibly like, I'm gonna put Oreos on my pizza tomorrow. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Ew. 
Or maybe maybe I'll have some caramel or something. On your pizza? Yeah. Have you ever had the, you know how Pizza Hut does those pizza desserts? No. The dessert pizza? Yeah, I know. It's like I apple have, yeah. pie on a pizza. It's actually really good. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah, no. It's fucking good. It's good. Nah, I'm good. Good. Oh, um, by the way, uh, happy belated Father's Day to everyone out there. All the fathers that are out there. I mean, we're, you know, a day behind, but... Hey, it's okay. Better late than never. Mm-hmm. It is better late than never. Got my dad some chairs so that everybody can sit out front. He loved it. Got him a card with a donkey on it and a googly eyes, and it said, From your smart-ass kid. Yeah. Yep. What'd you get your pop? Uh, we got my dad a nice bottle of scotch. And then uh, we got him a cart as well. Nice. Yeah. We did chicken wings for my dad's Father's Day dinner. And so chicken wings, we had vegetables and dip. Because it was fucking hot yesterday. Just the same as today. It's fucking hot. Ugh. We had eaten from a uh, chicken establishment Mm-mm-mm. that resembles a European country name. Yeah. Yummy, yummy. I had a hot chicken sandwich. It is hot outside. Oh, it, you know what? But gravy smothered over a sandwich? Hey. I love gravy. Certain gravy. Some of them are gross. And then, so I had, I so get this, okay, so I have fries that's, that come with my meal. Yeah. So my my sister texts me and she goes, um, you get one more side with it. Yeah, you get that and uh, vegetables normally. Yeah, so my sister was like, you know, wh- what else do you want? And I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I don't know. So I, I just, like, I gave it some time to think and I went back to it and I was like, fuck it, like, I'll, I'll get a soup. My sister was like, oh, we got you a kale salad. I'm like, what the fuck do I want a kale salad for? Like, don't get me wrong, I like kale, but when it's not done properly, it tastes extremely bitter. Well, was it? I don't know, I haven't eaten it yet. Oh, it's probably gone bad now. Somebody's eating it. If someone's eating it, it is what it is. I always get the steamed vegetables with that. Yeah, the, well, well, we didn't eat in, right? So we had it delivered to the house. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like steamed vegetables once they've gone cold. They're kind of gross. Mm-hmm. So, no. No. Nah. 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 Could have got rice. They have rice. I, I thought about rice, but then you know what else I was thinking about? Was just getting poutine. So, poutine plus fries? Yeah. Because <laughs> then, then you take the regular fries and then you put it in the sandwich. And then you put the gravy over it. Is that how it came? No. It came already smothered in gravy, right? No, the gravy was on the side. Oh, that's... That sounds good. So imagine, like, white bread, chicken, french fries, bread, covered in gravy. Uh, I feel like Homer Simpson, like, I'm, like, fucking drooling. Making me hungry. Yeah. Damn, Rich, so hungry. But I hope everyone else out there had, you know, a great Father's Day. Yeah. 
to all the dads out there. And to the single mothers that have to do double, double duty. duty. And to the single fathers out there doing what they gotta do. Yeah. You know, everybody. Happy Father's Day. And and I also want to give a shout out and I want to say a big thank you to all the frontline workers right now that are, you know, risking their lives every single day. Um, you know, as I have family that's frontline workers that, you know. How about this? We're technically... F- Be careful now. I know, I'm not going to say it. We are technically on the front line too. Mm-hmm. So not just... Not just hospital workers, but thank you to everybody who was deemed essential and couldn't work from home or they lost or they were temporarily laid off. I want to say thank you to all the bus drivers. Like all, all the, of those people who all the weren't. Ma- all the mail carriers, um, the retail workers. Um, manufacturing. My sister, like all the manufacturing places. There's places that are still that stayed open because... You pack your stuff in cardboard. Mm-hmm. Your your supplies come in bags, so that company's got to stay open. Um, everything, literally everything that stayed open during this pandemic. Thank you for working. Thank you. And to those coming back to work after being temporarily laid off. We know what you're going through. We know it's scary. And thank you for being able to come back. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who's doing their part. Yes. Yes. Oh, because we're gonna we're ending off now, right? Yeah. Okay. Our Canadiana Hawaiian pizza is Canadian. Ha ha ha. Just so you know, pineapple and pizza started in Canada. Alrighty, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. We're going to try and do an episode every other week. Every other week, hopefully. Yes. And we can still talk about weed. Yes, we can talk about weed. If there's anything you'd like to hear, anything, you know, if you want to be a guest, give slide into our DMs. Alrighty, thank you. We're signing off now. This is MCR Radio with Melissa. And Richard. Later days. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.